What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy back at it again with these mediocre Bills, baby. If you guys were entertained, whoo, <laughs> if your heart was going up and down, pitter patter, yeah, that's the type of game that we were watching. Because last time I checked, that's not the type of games that we should be feeling those feelings playing the teams that we just played. A team that surrendered many points on them, the team that couldn't put, you know what I'm saying, put over 20 points in the last seven, six games. And you waited for the Bills to show up to town for you guys to pull that stunt on the Bills. And this is a, a direct message for Bills fans that, that watch this content, that watch me specifically, when I try to tell y'all, guys, pump the brakes a little bit. There's, there's, there's some cracks, you know what I'm saying, in our shield. Oh, you negative, you this, and what kind of Bills fan are you? Well, listen, listen, listen now. Listen here. Like I'm talking some bullshit. This is what you get. This is what you get. This is what you get when you when you sit here. By the way, let's scrap this whole 12 personnel nonsense. All right. If we, if we really want to do what we want to do, where Josh is the most comfortable, he loves shotgun. Just do what he wants to do. Spread the damn, spread everybody out and let's go from there. This, this whole experiment is not working out because y'all want to keep two tight ends on the field and Gabe Davis and, and we, we lose out on having weapons, playmakers on the field, right? We've been bullshitting all year and I, and I respect the person. I got to say this again. I respect the person in, in Dawson Knox. But we've been bullshitting our year and, and leaving Dawson Knox in when the rookie is clearly better. So let's just call it what it is. Let's just call it what it is. Put Kincaid in and go forward. You saw what it was. Eight targets, eight receptions. Like, what, 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 are, we, what are we doing? All right, but let's, let's, let's back it up a little bit. Let's back it up a little bit. A little bit. By the way, if you guys are tuned in right now, do me a favor and smash that like. Do me that favor. You know what I'm saying? It helps the algorithms. It helps YouTube not hate. You know what I'm saying? And, and show some love to this video. Because I think a lot of Bills fans need to hear this. And we need to come to reality. Come to grips. Come to the grips that we're struggling right now. And it doesn't start with Ken Dorsey. I'm sorry. I'm not going to shift the blame to Dorsey. Oh, it was Dorsey's fault. It's 17. And it's okay to say that 17 is struggling. Does he have series that he's freaking amazing? Yeah. Yeah, he does. Like that last, that last series, five for five, bang, 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 down the field. Let's go. Of course. That's what we need from that brother all the time. That's why you get paid. That's why you are one of the few that can get paid 250 because we need that type of play all the time. That's why we paid you that type of money. If we, we didn't expect that type of play from you, majority of the time we would have just you know what i mean mediocre deal if you didn't like you would have went somewhere else but we said you are the guy we like you we believe in you let's roll it's not like you don't have the weapons it's not like your old line is depleted because there's so many injuries you have everybody at your disposal but yet you're missing a wide open stefan Diggs down deep to get this thing cooking and that that ain't the first time you've missed wildly downfield 
wild downfield. You missed the last one. Diggs is wide open, underthrown. What? Oh, it's time. It's time to quit. Quit bullshitting and trying to put everything on Dorsey. Scapegoat. No, nah, man. That's some bull. Now, let me get back. Let me get, let me just get back to it. Let me get back to it because there's so many. There's so much things to unpack. Right. First things first. We come out flat yet again. We come out flat yet again. How we continue to keep coming out flat, knowing what's at stake, knowing what needs to be done. Flat. And here's another thing, too. Here's another thing. What's the best way I can put it? The last three years, we've been a very good team. We've won the division three straight years. Newsflash. Every time you go and face someone, you're going to play someone, you're going to get their ultimate best. Therefore, you have to be consistent in proving that you belong amongst the top teams in this game. You cannot fall to teams like the Patriots. You cannot play to the likes like the Giants. You can't, you're a better team than the Jaguars, although the Jaguars have a very good team, a very good offensive, excuse me, offensive-minded coach. Fam, there's no excuse for flat, three flat games. Three. Oh, but it was jet lag. We were tired. Bullshit. Bullshit. Oh, but the Giants were playing Dable. There was so much stuff. Bullshit. You're a much better team than they are. You got a division team that you're playing today. You can't take care of Macaroni Jones. Golly, this guy was making great pasta today. The guy went 20 for 25 today. The pasta he was serving to everybody in the stadium, amazing. Shrimp skimpy. He got me messing my words, man. He had a nice rosé sauce. He was, he, was, he was eating fancy with the noodles. He had the, the fuzili, fuzili noodles. He was serving today. Defense decided not to show up. We let this boy dink and dunk and pass all over us today. But no, Rico, no, no, we shouldn't. We can't trade. We don't have the capital for that. We can't trade for a DB. Are you kidding me? We just lost an all-pro one. Who knows if he's even going to come back at the same shape he was in the first place. Dane Jackson, average. Christian Benford, average. We have a we have a borderline bust that's sitting on, on the inactive list. Or excuse me, he can't be inactive. He's on the fam. This was a team that we should have took care of. Did you see the 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 amount of injuries? They didn't even have Matt Judon. They didn't have Josh Uche. They were missing so many, but we sat there and bullshitted all game. Fam, we've scored 10 points the last three straight games in the first half. Seven. In the Jaguars game. And then a field goal today. Fam, what are we doing? What are we doing? As a Bills fan, we got to be pissed off, bro. You got to be pissed off. We can't sit here and keep making these excuses, bro. There's no more excuses. Done with excuses, man. We're not, it's not week two, week three. It's not, it's not. Yo, we're going into week eight. Short week against the Tampa Bay Bucks. And we bullshitting like this? Bro, reality fucking check. Y'all need to wake up. This team needs to wake up. We got no, we're getting no, listen, I needed to let my phone charge. I, my phone died on me. So like there's a lot of this shit I couldn't do. What is this nonsense? All right, don't I? What is going on? Can someone answer me? What is going on with these bills, bro? Because I'm sitting here wondering, all right, well, maybe it's because, uh, maybe because we're not doing. 
We ain't doing it, kid. And by the way, for those that are super chatting, I promise you I'll get you super chat. Stay till the end of the show. I'm going to read the super chat at the end of the show. I don't want it to kind of interfere with the flow of the show right now. And by the way, if you guys are tuned in for the very first time, this is the Buffalo Fanatics. Come on through. Smash that like. If you have not subscribed, subscribe to the channel. Whether you're a Patriots fan, you're, you're a Bills fan, you're an AFC East fan, whatever. Show love. Smash that like. Join us. I hope you guys did well betting today. I hope you guys did well in fantasy today because you had an opportunity to bet on high. Did Josh go over your rushing totals? I don't know. Underdog fantasy is the easiest place to play fantasy sports. It's also the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. In the pick'em game, you can pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in that week's game for a chance to win big. And as you already know, I'm going Josh Allen higher in yards every single week. So sign up today with promo code Buffalo Fanatics and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store. And don't forget to register with promo code Buffalo Fanatics to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. And there you have it, an opportunity for you guys to jump in and get that double up with that Buffalo Fanatics. So now, let's get back into order of business. Here's the deal, all right? Before we get into any of the stuff with the Bills, because I got so many, so many things to touch base on. You've got to give credit. you got to give credit to the Patriots. You have to give credit to the Patriots. They knew going into this game that you know, everybody's looking for you to roll over the Patriots. The Bills are going to roll over. This is the get-back game, right? This is the game where we tighten things up and get things right so we can get on with our lives and, and face you know, these other guys that are coming up in the next three or four games, right? So the Patriots know that. So this is where, as a team that's used to winning, we have to know that we're going to get everybody's A game every single time. That's why you respect guys like the old Patriots. They knew they were going to get everybody's A game every single time because they're defending champs. They won the damn championship six damn times for crying out loud. You're going to get everyone's A game. Did you think that people are just going to lay it out because the Bills are showing up to town? Heck no, man. Heck no. They're coming for your ass every single time, especially because they're in the division and they've lost five straight times to you. It's time to turn shit around. And guess what? They did. Too little, too fucking late. Macaroni Jones, 25. For, you know what? I'm going to give him respect. Mac Jones today had 20, 25 for 30, 270, nine yards of pop, two tutties, no interceptions, sacked once with a 126.7 rating. Unbelievable. Ramondre Stevenson. Nine for 34. I mean, listen, the whole squad, they ran for 96 yards. And we got lucky because there's a few times they got, they, them things got pulled back where it would have been very detrimental for us. Receiving, Kendrick Bourne, six for 63. DeMario freaking <laughs> Douglas, four for 54. This, go, this boy made some catches in crucial positions. Ramondre Stevenson, six for 51 for crying out loud. We, we're better than this. We're better than this. Jabril Peppers. I mean, I don't even want to get into this whole thing, man. They had a plan. They were well coached. They took away what they needed to take away. And they said, Josh, 
We're going to try to take away your, your best guy. You got to go find somebody else. Non-existent in this game was Gabe Davis. Non-existent. Non-existent. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Bro, we got it. We, listen, this is, this is, this is not, this, is, this ain't healthy, bro. <laughs> this ain't healthy. And they got to really give themselves a, a reality check to know Fair. They, they, they don't respect you like you, like two years ago. Like, oh, shit, the big bad bills are coming. Now, the bills are coming, and what? Let's take away 14. Make 14 earn everything he's got, and, and Josh is going to have to go elsewhere. That would be my game plan going forward. If I'm the Tampa Bay Bucks, man, bracket, bracket, bracket. That's all I'm doing. And I'm going to force Josh to do other things. You're going to have to dink and dunk your way all the way down the field. And for someone that's supposed to have an elite arm and someone that's supposed to have an elite deep, deep throw and deep arm, yo, this this brother's been missing. I don't think he's hit one deep ball this year. Maybe one. No, but Rico, that's the offense. It's supposed to be that way. All right, bet. So then you should be able to hit everybody else. If we're going to dink and dunk, you should be able to, this brother should have six receptions. That brother, we're struggling, bro. Running the football, we're not running the football consistently. We are the epitome of inconsistent. Inconsistency is the middle name of these bills. Because you don't know which one you get, Jekyll or Hyde. We love Hyde. We love Jekyll. Jekyll is legit. When Jekyll is on, we're putting we 48, 38. Let me tell you something. Past, past the Jets game. Right? Week one is always a crapshoot. We know that. Past the Jets game, bro, we were lighting things up. Raiders. You know what I'm saying? What do we got? We had the Raiders. We had Washington. We had the Dolphins. Bro, we were, aver- we were averaging 41 points a game. 41 points a game. Do you know what we averaged the last three games? Jaguars, Giants, and Patriots. You know what we averaged? 19 points a game, folks. That's what we normally keep teams to. Last year, the last two years, we've, we've, we've always kept teams to 19 points a game. Here we are scoring 19 points a game. Below, by the way, that's the below average of winning teams because usually winning teams give you about 24. What's going on? Is this offense broken? Is, some, is, there, is there a lack of trust in the offense? And here's the, here's the effed up part. Sometimes the eyes don't lie. You watch it. You're in the stands. You're watching the bullshit that, they, that the Bills will be putting on lately. And you have, a, you have your quarterback talking about, hey, man, Lee, Lee, I'm pretty much saying the professional offensive coordinators, shut up. Or the GMs in the stands, y'all don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. All right. But we see the bullshit y'all putting on the field right now. We see it. But Rico, we put up 29, 25 points. And we waited to wake up to the, the fourth quarter. <laughs> Are we going to keep doing this all day? We got to wait till the fourth quarter to put something together. Where's the sense of urgency the first three quarters? No sense of urgency. Let me tell you something. Even when Josh was walking onto the field today, I even said it to my homie, Andrew, that was watching with me today. I was like, yo, the way Josh is walking to the huddle on the first series, there's a very la-di-da, like, walking, no sense of I mean, urgency walking to the huddle. And it sounded ridiculous when I thought it. And when I said it out loud, I'm like, oh, I'm probably tripping. End result, we don't get shit popping until late. And here's the, here's the shit that pisses me off bro i'm gonna tell you man like statistics that's why i always bring you the the box scores because they tell you something right 
you're like, oh, Mac Jones was all right. And then you realize, oh, shit, he had like 25 for 30. Yo, this guy was cooking. Right? Man, the, the, the Bills put up 48 points against the Dolphins. They put up 38 against the... Let me let me just let me and this is I'm, I'm a, I gotta go back into my tweets to see this shit because sometimes I tweet just to remind me of some stuff so I can come back to it right and it really bugs the heck out of me it really does when I start seeing this this mess let me see if I can find that mess because I need to oh there it is oh I love it right Mike Mike Sando hey man the Bills rank third in offensive EPA per play and sixth in offensive success rate. And Josh Allen spends half his press conference fielding questions like, hey, do you still have faith in your OC? Yeah, he's going to listen. He's going to always feel these questions if the offense is not producing the way they should be. Give me all the stats that you want. Third over here. Listen, those three games, those stretch of three games, we're scoring 41 points. This league is about what the hell have you done lately? Well, lately. I lost 20 to 25 to the Jaguars. Then I won 14 to nine against the lowly Giants. And I just lost a barn burner to the to the one and five. Well, now they're two, what? It was a two and five now? The two and five New England Patriots. Is what have you done for me lately? That's what it's looking like. And if you really look at the games, we are scoring these points late. What the hell are we doing the first three? What are we doing the first three quarters? Tell me. Bro. That shit is bananas to me, man. And here, here come people. Wild, isn't it? Isn't that crazy? Like, everybody's freaking out for no reason. Yo, chill out, everybody. Chill out, Bills fans. All right, well, now, wow, we're four and three. We should be four and four if you really want to, if you really want to keep it a buck. Because that Giants game, I still believe we should have lost. We should have lost that game, bro. We should have lost that game, man. They blundered it at the end. Like at the halftime, <laughs> there was miscommunication, man. And these these boys were rolling. Lucky that we're four and three. You kidding me? Oh, Rico, oh, you're overreacting. Am I? All right, bet. Guess what? We still got to face the Cowboys. We still got to face the Chargers. We still got to face the Dolphins again. We still got to face the Jets again. And you see what the Jets are doing right now. We still got to face the Bengals. We still got to face the Eagles. And you think that we're going to be able to do all, we're going to have success against those teams when we played the Patriots, we played the damn Jaguars, and we played the, the freaking the Giants the way we just did. But we're going to compete. Bro, they need to wake the F up. Wake up, folks. Wake the F up right now. And if someone if somebody's going to tell me, bro, your squad is pretty damn overrated. I can't fight it too much. I can't. I know what this, how talented this team can be. But lately, bro, they're not there. You know what I'm saying? And here's the worst part. Here's the worst part. People got mad at me because I retweeted this tweet because of this young lady said this. And y'all going to get mad at me? Tell me when you read this again. What is the identity of the Bills? They are highly competitive up against a very solid Miami team who was on an absolute heater with their offense. Where's she wrong? Then they can't beat the Jacks. Well, you know, jet lag and, and, you know, well, our defense was really injured. mm -hmm. Okay, but what about that offense? Doesn't the Jags defense give up the second most passing yards per game? True question. Right. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. What about the Giants giving up the second most rushing yards per game? You're telling me you can't put up points on the board in two. And I'm pausing it right now because of those, those are two games that we should have had. We should have had that shit. But y'all got mad because I posted it because I was like, yo, she she fucking cooking right now. 
I hope she's wrong because we're going up against the Patriots. We're going to turn shit around. Games, you've averaged 17 points. Bro. Who are the Bills? Fraudulent oh. is the answer. <laughs> By week six, the little hiccups, the mistakes, the turnovers, the this, the that, that's just kind of who you are at this point. It's looking like it's it, isn't it? a fluky, it? weird game. That's mm. not a what's going on. This is the Bills. A win is a win, good, bad, ugly, pretty. No, you got to get out of that mindset because these ugly little wins become your identity. And then when it's do or die, you die, die almost every year. Not almost every year. So here's the thing. I didn't get the whole every year part because we always compete every year. But the point I'm trying to make in this thing is we haven't even played the meat and potatoes of our schedule yet. So we keep playing like this. Yes, what happens to playoff hopes? They die. So they need to wake the hell up. Oh, Rico, you're so negative. How could you retweet that? Shut your asses up. Here's the mess that the Bills are in right now. Now they're in almost desperation mode. Because the AFC, the AFC is a gauntlet, folks. <laughs> Listen, right now, I don't know how the rest of this week is going to go. I don't know how the rest of the week is going to go with the rest of the teams. But, like, the Bengals started off poorly. Now they're starting to, let me get their act together. Right? The Jets are only starting to learn what, what, uh, what, what their their quarterback is starting to do. Okay, he's starting to kind of piece things together, right? Their defense is surging right now. Their defense is legit, and we got to face them again. Playing offense like the way we are, I don't know what's gonna happen with the Eagles today. You, we better hope the Eagles whoop the Dolphins so the Dolphins don't get too high up in in this division. We cannot give the damn division to the Dolphins. We can't. So. You guys are tuned in to me for a reason, because I'm not going to sit here and try to give you all the, but we could enough fuck all that. I'm not giving you but this. This is some bullshit that these guys are putting on the field. This is the facts. Question is, how the hell are we going to fix this thing? What changes must we make? That's what it comes down to. Because right now, we mess around. We're going to mess around, folks, and catch us in those positions that we used to be back in the day. Do you remember when the bills of 2000s the Bills of early 2000s, every year, we were always in the category of in the hunt with like 47 other teams in the hunt. Didn't you hate being in that position? You, you needed this team to win and that team to lose and this, down the third. Fam, we are still in position to control our destiny. But right now, these last three games that we put on, put on for the people, that's a good enough sample size to show me, oh, shoot, I don't like what's going on. One game, okay, anomaly. Oh, they didn't have a good game. You know what I'm saying? Two games, you're like, all right, what the hell's going on? Three games, you're like, all right, we're trending now. It's turning into a trend soon. Bills can't get things going in the first half. They just, they just can't. So then who is it on? Who is it on? It's on both those suckers. I'll tell you who. It's on Dorsey's ass that you can't get. Like, you, listen, there was a play today that the, the, the ball went to, um, Khalil Shakir, a nice catch. All right, he's, he's spreading the ball around, right? When And there was a series that when we were spreading the ball around and we were getting the ball to people, the ball was moving because you knew it didn't have to always go to 14. The ball was moving. So if anybody's going to put blame anywhere, offensively, it's on Dorsey and it's on Josh. You two suckers got to figure it out. If your quarterback hates shotgun and he wants to go under center more, Figure it out. Or if he wants to be in, in shotgun more because he feels more comfortable, then try to tweak plays out. Because too many times I'm seeing a, a shotgun play with 
Kincaid and Dawson Knox, Gabe Davis, Gabe Davis and, and, uh, and Stephon Diggs. Fam, do you know where your explosiveness is? Diggs. That's, that's all where your explosiveness is. The, other than that, there's no more explosiveness. That's it. You've eliminated the, the, you've eliminated, you've eliminated the speed. You've eliminated the, the threat to go downfield when, when obviously Deontay Hardy's not there. Like you, you've now relegated this offense to something completely different. So who the fuck are you scaring? Certainly ain't scaring me. Heck no. I know where you want to go. You want to go to 14. And if you want to go to your tight ends, I got guys I can cover them. Hey, listen, if I'm talking shit and if you feel like I am not, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not hitting on anything that may potentially, you know what I mean, be coming through and coming true, by all means, there's almost 750 people watching right now. Yo, if all 750 all leave, I'm cool with that. That means maybe I'm crazy. I'll just shut this whole thing down. I don't know what I'm talking about. But if you feel like, you know what, now you cooking, Rico, you making some good points, you know what to do. Smash that like. Hit that thumbs up. You know what? Fuck the thumbs up. Give me the microphone. That tells me I'm fucking saying something in this thing. Pardon my language. <laughs> I, I wasn't even trying to. I wasn't trying to cuss today, folks. You know me. I'm not trying to cuss. I'm trying to turn over a new leaf. Yeah, but Rico's over keeping it real. Like, nah, man. I'm, I'm just being truthful. <laughs> Straight up, I'm being truthful, man. And I don't want no no Homer bullshit on my thing. I can't stand it. I'll have time to rewatch the game and and do all that. But right now, this is like the 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 raw reaction. Ooh, that's a that's another podcast name. Raw reaction. You know what I'm saying? Triple R. Raw reaction with Rico, baby. Let's go. It's the raw reaction, man. And right now, finishing watching this this show right now, this this game. Yo, I come away like up and down. Like, Jordan Poyer makes a fantastic play on the football. The defense is a very bend but don't break. We're going to talk about the defense in just a moment. The defense is very don't bend but don't break. And they've kept us in the game. They did it against the Jaguars. They did it against the freaking Giants. And they yet again, they did it again against the Bills. Excuse me, against the, uh, the Patriots. They gave us the ball back. Because if they didn't, we were done way sooner. They gave us the ball back. They gave us some momentum. And then Josh started putting it on these cats. That's the Josh that earns that 250 mil. I don't know what Josh is showing up in the first three quarters, man. Is his head, is his head there? Or is he too much in his head? Is there conflict? He's too busy deflecting. And listen, when these reporters keep asking you about this whole, like, Dorsey and all that shit, yo... Yo, we're not fucking on the same page. Say it. If it makes headlines, it makes headlines. Guess what? The world already knows. <laughs> we know. You ain't got to hide it. Yo, we're not on the same page, man. We, yo, we're, we're, we're struggling right now. You know what? Everybody be like, we know, man. But you, you doubling down, like, no, nah, man, everyone says, you know me, go against my OC, man. No, that's my guy, man. And for y'all talking shit in the stands, man, man, shut the hell up. All right, well, then you better start cooking, my guy. You better start cooking. Get that canola oil. You, you're using olive oil, man. Olive oil don't have no burn point. That burn point is that it don't burn nice. Use that canola oil and start frying. Because right now, you might get put in the fryer, my G. And I love, and I, and listen, man. When you love, you love hard, right? I love this squad. I really do. 
But you want you want to get at the fans and get at the the, the analyst and whoever you know what I mean whoever you getting at. Nah, man, fix the shit inside, and we're gonna praise your ass like we always do. We show you love all the time. Trust me. It's one of those it's one of those situations where right now it's raining hard, and we got the umbrella right now. We're like, yo, I'm gonna cuss your ass out, but I don't want you to get wet. All right, let's just be under the umbrella. We're gonna figure this shit out. That's what's going on right now. But you making me want to pull my umbrella off and let your get let your ass get wet just a little bit. <laughs> Let you get wet and uncomfortable, and then you can come back under the umbrella, and then we can talk about it again. We still gonna show you love. You know what it is. This is Bills fans. That's what we do, man. We love hard, man. But when we pissed off, yo, we gonna let, listen. We've just been in that dark place for way too long. You, if you know, you know what I'm talking about. If you know, you know. And especially because we lost to the Patriots, that makes that stings even more. We just gave Bill Belichick his 300th win. Now that brother's celebrating right now. We made him go upwards when we could have made him go downwards because he's close to getting the most losses in his career. We could have added to that one. We just delayed that shit. Yo, this Bills team needs to get it together. They really do. They freaking really do, man. Sean McDermott. Love Sean McDermott. And right now, I get it. You're 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 moving around some pieces and you try to get it right and you never you didn't know Trey White was gonna go down you didn't know Matt Milano was gonna go down I get that part I really do but fam family Coach Sean Coach M we gotta we gotta figure something out man we gotta figure something out and I know you're doing everything you can man I know you are but you need more so with your broke ass you might have to make some moves man. We might have to go out and get ourselves a corner because I'm going to tell you right now, we were getting served today by the damn Patriots. Are you kidding me? Are we missing Ed Oliver that badly? Is that the case? Are we missing Daquan Jones that badly? When I saw Terrell Dotson in the game today, I was like, what in the heck is Terrell Dotson doing in coverage? Oh, MG, we... But you know what? The defense still gives a freaking shot to go back and get the lead. But there's going to come a time where the offense needs to put points on the board because we can't, the defense can't always bail you out. Because they bailed your asses out. See, they have an excuse because they're depleted with injuries. You, on the other hand, it's all in here. Y'all ain't executing. Y'all are healthy as can be. But y'all ain't executing. That's on the quarterback. The last time I checked, when the offense ain't going right, quarterback gets cooked. When Kirk Cousins is messing up or Dak Prescott's messing up, they roast their asses. They let them have it because it's on the QB. So guess what, Joshy boy? You're going to get yours too, bro. And the thing that kills it is that you have these moments where you're that dude. You are that dude. The amount of times this guy gets out of being sacked, I cannot understand it. It's him and it's Lamar Jackson. Those are the two. There's no one better than getting out of being sacked than those two cats. I, don't, I just don't get it. There, were t- there was a time, there was a play where he was dead to rights. I was like, oh, that's a bad sack. How is he still alive? How did he just make that play downfield? Josh Allen has these moments where you're like, yo, you're legit. 
and I've said this before, I'm gonna say this again. Josh Allen is like, it's like us in relationships, right? I use my, I use myself as the example. There are times where I am husband of the year. I am father of the year in one week. <laughs> one week I'll be doing the dishes. I'm doing supper. I'm actually even folding laundry for crying out loud. Cause I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just in it. That's Josh for you, man. There's some weeks where he's just bang. And then there's some weeks you're like, yo, where are you at? Where's the help, bro? You making mistakes. You, you dropping the ball. That's us in relations, right? Yo, you didn't take the garbage out. Yo, why you left the dishes there? Hey, your clothes were on the floor. <laughs> That's Josh sometimes, man. We just needed to be more of a, you know what I'm saying? We needed to be more, a little more consistent. But it also, it's got to come from the other guys stepping up too. Gabe Davis, fuck's sake, man. Yo, you got to get some separation, my G. You got to get some separation. I know they love you on this squad. They love you. You're one of the favorites on this team, but ain't no damn set. Yo, I will remember this to the day. Patrick Peterson, this brother can only run four routes. If you master the four routes that he can run, you got him. I bet you already know that about him. You got Trent Sherfield. That can be a very good asset to this team, but he's on, he's on, he's on, he's on the bench. You got Deontay Hardy that has the speed that can get the separation. But because of our formation of going 12 personnel and having two tight ends on the field, rather than have a speedy guy that can actually scare the defense. No, we're going to go big personnel. We're going to go big. So if we're going to go big, then you think that we'd be able to run heavy team. Nope. Not a chance. So let's go. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's head over to, uh, I open it up here. I had my stats then. And now I'm, out of here. Here we go. So let's let's go over to the Bills. Let's see what they did for us. You know what I mean? I told you statistics, they don't tell a full story. They tell you a little bit and it kind of give you context of what's going on, right? Josh Allen today. What did I tell y'all? 40 attempts or more, we ain't winning. How many attempts do you think Josh had today? How many how many attempts did Josh Allen have today? And what was the result of our game today? 41 attempts. 41 attempts. Josh Allen went 27 for 41, 265, 60 yards of pop, two touchdowns, interception. Oh, the interception. The interception. How could I forget the interception? What the hell is going on with that? My man, La-di-da La backs up, floats this thing like he's playing at Wyoming. Fram, you in the NFL, baby, they're going to they're gonna bait you. Jabil Peppers, you had your eyes locked in on Gabe. Did you think in the first quarter they're just they're just – you know what I'm saying? They're just going to lay down because it's just the first quarter? No, bro. You floated that thing. My man was like, Bum. that was too easy. Way too easy. The same way that they marched down the field in the first, way too easy down on the defense. And then you go back and you just give them the ball up, and just like that, 10-0. What? To the Patriots? Jabril Peppers gave you the Asante Samuels where he baited you. And you know what? He didn't really have to. Because your eyes were fixated solely on that receiver. You said, you said, F all the other reads. I'm not going to any other reads. I'm going for that one. Jabir Peppers is like, thank you. <sighs> Bro. If you don't like the offense, just, you know, you don't like the offense. And here's the thing that kills me the most, right? I know people are all about like, yo, get rid of Dorsey. Fire Dorsey, right? Dorsey kind of tweaked the offense. And this is this, I want this point not to go over your heads too much, right, folks? All right, 
If you guys have not made this observation, let me let me let me play this observation for you, just so you have an idea. All right. Josh Allen has been in the same offensive system his whole career. He is fortunate. He is fortunate to even be in that position to be in the same offense his whole career up until last year. This year, kind of like the same offense, but they've tweaked it. Now you're in a new formation and you've got some new things that you got to, you know, we work through and so on and so forth. Could you imagine if we fire Dorsey and we bring up a whole new offensive coordinator? He's struggling in this offense. And I say that very lightly because I don't think he's struggling, but he's got his moments where you're like, what the hell was that? Well, what is this offense doing? How are we only scoring 19 points the last three games? So you bring him in a whole new offensive coordinator, new concepts, new this and new that. If he's struggling now, what do you think he's going to do in this new offense? It's going to take him some time, right? You're going to, you're going to expect some struggles. Get it together, Joshy boy. This offense depends on you, 17. I'm not trying to see Kyle Allen in this damn offense. I'm trying to see Josh Allen in this offense, and I'm seeing, I need the Josh Allen that is confident and that, you know what I mean, that puts that team on his back and says, let's go. Because 250 mil, that's what we expect. That's what the Ravens expect out of Lamar. You know what I'm saying? That's what Joe Burrow is expecting. You know what I'm saying? That's what the Bengals expect out of Joe Burrow. And at least this brother's brought these guys to the Super Bowl. Come on, brother. Come on now. It's time to separate. I don't want you to be a Phillip Rivers. I don't want you to be a Phillip Rivers. And I'm already seeing that get out there. <laughs> man, this brother's only easy. He's pretty much Phillip Rivers. I don't want you to be Phillip Rivers, man. I don't want you to be, I don't want you, I want you to be that dude that, you know what I mean? We brought him in. He's, he, he's the, he's got the key to the city. He is that dude in Buffalo. Yo, get us there. <laughs> it's not like you don't want, you got, you don't got pieces. You do. You do. You can't have it all. You got yourself a first round draft pick tight end. Your security blanket. You got an elite receiver in Stefan Diggs. You got speed in the backfield in James Cook. You got nice complimentary pieces. I mean, what are we like? What you missing? Your O-line is vastly improved. Not compared to last year. You saw who we had last year. Everyone's healthy. I mean, minus, I mean, Spencer Brown, Spencer Brown's still a bum, but you know what I'm talking about. It's disappointing, man. At the end of the day, what I what I what I'm trying to get to is it's disappointing. So let's let's go to the stat sheet, right? What a disappointment. Check this out. 21 for 27, 41, 265, 6.5 yards, a pop, two touchdowns, one interception. Shouldn't shouldn't interception was terrible. He took a sack and he's got a 90 rating. Let's go to the run game. James Cook, 13 targets, excuse me, 13 rushes, 56 yards rushing, 4.3 yards carry, and he had a 20 of long. Josh Allen was the second leading rusher at seven and 17. Latavius Murray, four carries, eight yards. And you're running Latavius Murray out of shotgun. He's a run hill, he's a downhill runner guy. You know what I'm saying? You need someone with acceleration out of shotgun. They can get in, go. 33 years of old, 30, 33 years old, get him downhill. Give him some momentum. What do I know, right? Total, grand total of 24 carries, 81 yards, totaling at 3.4 yards a pop. We are better than that. Much better than that. But that's the result of the run game. So we couldn't even establish a run game. 81 yards ain't going to do it. Guess where our leading receiver was? Eight receptions. If you guys were watching, if you guys were watching the pregame show today, I said, if you want to have a level of success in a bold prediction I'm going to make today, Kincaid is going to have 
10 receptions, a buck 25, and a tutty. Boy, was he close. He had eight receptions today, 75 yards, no touchdowns. I was hoping they were going to give him that red zone touchdown, but you know what? Josh punched it in on a QB sneak. But my goodness, eight targets, eight receptions. Why are we waiting until week six, week seven to get him that those targets? Why? Stefan Diggs, after that, was 12 targets, six receptions, and a tutty. Great effort by, by, by Stefan Diggs. Great effort. The guy wants it. The guy just wants it. Straight up and down. James Cook, three receptions. Kalu Shakir, four receptions today, spreading the football. And that was pretty much on two series. Latavius Murray had more receptions. Then hear me out. Dawson Knox and Deontay Harry, Dante Hardy and Gabe Davis and Trent Sherfield. All those guys had one reception. You mean to tell me you can't get those playmakers the football? Come on now. Nah, nah, unacceptable. Unacceptable. Gabe Davis, five targets, one reception. I just don't get it. I don't get it. It's killer. Terrell Bernard, yet again, is the leading tackler on the team. He had 11 total tackles, nine solo with a tackle for a loss. Jordan Poyer was next in line. Dane Jackson, next in line after that. Terrell Dotson got playing time. He had seven tackles. Dorian Williams had five tackles in the first series. They were just marching the ball on us. Disappointing. Here's the big part, though. There's a lot of money on that defensive line. And one sack. You mean to tell me we're paying a brother almost $20 million a year in Von Miller that's back from injury and playing, feels good, and when, and when we need him on the money downs of third down, he's not on the field. Pardon me. We paying that brother. But Rico, he just got back from injury. What do you He's had time. He's ready to go. And it's not like it's his first game back. This is game three. Am I being too hard? Maybe. But that's a lot of money for that brother Von Miller to be not giving us a damn thing on this field. Not even on the stat sheet. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. No sacks. And on the third down, the money downs, and you know, we, when we need him the most, nothing. Oh, he played. Oh, I know he played. I saw him on the field, but not on the stat sheet. Not a tackle, not a tackle for loss. It's a lot of money. I'm just saying. So we need to start to reap those benefits very soon. Or that's highway robbery. <laughs> and a lot of people were saying that prior to. But we need to start seeing some shit go down. That's just what it is, man. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna <laughs> not tell you. And Tim Settle, fair. I. Oh boy, we better hope Ed Oliver comes back, and you know, what I'm saying we start to kind of, you know, what I mean, get that, get that rush, get that pass rush, because we did not get a pass rush on McCorkle Jones whatsoever. What a damn disappointment, man! What a disappointment today. And last but not least, I got to go through the team stats because that tells me the story. Let me tell you that. Let me tell you right now. We won in the time of possession. And the time of possession, we, late, we started to really put something together in the second half. That's when we started to hold on to the ball and actually make some drives happen. First downs, Bills had 24, Patriots 21. Third down efficiency, 5 for 12. 
We're, we're dropping the ball. We're a 50% team in third down efficiency. It's, it's definitely dropped the last three games, especially the last two. Five for 12. Meanwhile, the 40, the 49, the Patriots went four for nine, just under 50%. We went two for three on third down, excuse me, on fourth downs, though. We had 66 total plays for 339 yards. We allowed 364. 81 rushing to their 96. They outrushed us. Red zone, two for four. They went three for five. We got to capitalize in the red zone, folks. We got to. And the fact that, and I hate to even say it, but we're missing field goals. Those are points on the board that we need. T-Bass, we need you, bro. We need you. We need you to nail those things. I don't know what happened to that football. That thing looked like it was straight. It was like me golfing. When I drive, I'm thinking, woo, that thing is going straight. Uh, damn, that went over there. So you got, yo, toss me a ball because I ain't going, I am not going to look for that fool. That's what that looked like. That, that brother sliced that thing. I don't know what happened there. That was weird. And here's what I said. Joseph Riley says, yo, the wind got that. Let me tell you, there was no wind. <laughs> when you saw the ball go this way, the little flags on the pole were straight down. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I really don't. <laughs> I really don't, man. That thing, that brother sliced that thing. He certainly did. If you go back and watch the highlights, look at the flags on the pole. Wasn't even moving. The flag was as still as can be. As still as can be. <laughs> I don't know what happened to that. Actually, I do know. He sliced that thing. And you know what? We don't win games when you turn the ball over. And that's just that's what it comes down to. When you turn the ball over, you don't win games. And that's exactly what happened. We turn the ball over. We turn the ball over twice. Bingo. Bob's your uncle. And you're not putting points on the board. You're giving the ball back to that team. Fam, it just can't happen. You just, you just, it just can't happen. So, folks, I, I don't, listen, I really want to go and, and go in on this team. But, like, it's one of those things where you got to, like, sit, watch the game again. It's going to be brutal to watch that game again. But watch the game again and find out where the hell the issues are. And I'm not OC. I'm no offensive coordinator. But, yo, watching that game, I was like, yo, we got no fight. You got a running back. That you, you blow on his ass. He goes down. Although he did have two good runs where he actually put his head down, which shocked the hell out of me. He put his head down and got yardage ahead. I was like, all right, that's my boy. Go ahead. But we lack creativity on this offense. We lack the speed on this offense. And it's not like we don't have it. It's just that we're not utilizing it because we're in this whole other formation, utilizing more, I guess, control and more time of possession and more, you know what I'm saying, moving the ball, dinking and dunking, in which I don't mind it. But you got to change things up and get the guys involved. Deontay Hardy had a great reception on the sideline, which then reminded me, we don't get the ball in that brother's hand enough. We do not get the ball in that brother's hand enough. When he caught that ball on the sideline, A, he had to go way up for it, number one. Caught that, came down, made two guys miss, and got the first down. If you put the ball in that man's hands in space, problems. Why don't we? Why don't we? I just, I, I, I can't understand it. You guys don't know what you have? The boy is athletic as shit. Put the ball in his hands. Let him move. He's like a little shifty running back. Ugh, come on, man. They got to figure it out. They got to figure it out, man. They got to figure it out. 
He needs more targets. He needs more opportunity. Get the ball. He just can't. You can't just expect him to make his plays on kick return, proper return. Get the ball to this brother in space and let him work. And here's another game. We got it. We go another game this year without a running back screen. We choose to go receiver screens rather than running back screens. When we have their prototypical running back to run those ga- those plays. But no, we're going to go receiver screen rather than, than go for there. And by the way, nine penalties, 46 yards, it's going to kill you, man. That's going to kill you. That kills momentum. We had the same type of metal penalties last game. We had a, It was in that 9 to 10 mark, and we nearly lost that game. So guess what? Penalties, turnovers, loss. That's what happens. So we got four days to forget about this bullshit of a game. And I, keep, I don't want to, I keep saying this too often, bullshit of a game. We had a bullshit game in Jaguars. We had a bullshit game against the Giants. We had a bullshit game against the Patriots. When is the bullshit going to stop? Honest to goodness, man. By the way, if I'm talking shit, y'all can just go, yo, exit. I'm out of here, man. Let me go somewhere else. I need to make me, I need something to make me feel good. <laughs> this ain't the place to make you feel good, man. This is therapy, bitch. <laughs> there's a new, there's a new freaking podcast name. This is therapy, bitch. That's the, that's the name of the new podcast, man. Now, I promise y'all that I'll get you super chats, and I, and I really appreciate your your patience. I'm going to be reading a lot of these super chats, and away we go. And if you guys want to get your super chats in, this is the time to get it so I can read your comments. I really appreciate your patience, and I appreciate not only your patience, but your hard-earned funds. Because in, in this day and age, ain't nobody got time to give away money like that. But I'm going to try to make it worth your while while I read your comments and engage with y'all because it's important. And I really do appreciate it, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Real talk. Here we go. I Viking. I think he says I Viking, right? He says, though, this team is effing cooked, man. Inexcusable. I understand frustration from Dorsey, but guys, we need to realize this is less on Dorsey and more on Josh. Stop blaming. Stop with the blaming of the offensive coordinator. I mean, it's the same thing. They started to blame. You mean they started to blame coach freaking Frazier. Uh, it's Frazier's fault. It's Frazier's fault. All right, Frazier ain't here. Oh, the same stupid shit going on on defense too, right? There you go. Lack of tackling. A lot of these stupid big-ass plays. I mean, shit, it's going to happen. But we always used to put the blame on Frazier. And now that he's not here, what you going to do now? Okay. All right, bet. By the way, shout out to my man, Raymond Ramirez. I think he tried to set, send a message. I apologize, Raymond. I'll see if uh, if you can put a message up again. And I'll try to read it in the chat. Uh, here we go. I got my man, Anthony English. What's up, Anthony? A.E. He says, Josh Allen starting to look like Trent Edwards. Tank for Williams. LOL, but not. <laughs> but I'm not serious. No, fire McDermott. No, no to either one of them. You're not fire McDermott. McDermott is a damn good coach. And he's dealing. He's dealing. I mean, the, the cards are shuffled in, a, in, a, in not such a positive way. So he's got no choice but to coach these guys up. And these guys got to step up. It's the next man up. It really is. Now, next man up may not be as good as the, the last the last man, but the next man has got big shoes to fill, and you got to step your game up. You got to be twice as good to fill the shoes of the last man. Because once that last man comes back, what impact did you make while he was away? So these are the things that Dorian Williams got to answer. These are the things that Jordan Phillips got to answer. These are the things that you know, what I'm saying. Uh, 
This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Terrell Bernard's got to answer, and he is answering the bell. These are things that Dane Jackson's got to answer. Kyrie Elam's got to answer. Like, all these cats got to answer. When the, man, when the last man is out, next man's got to step up, but you got shoes to fill. You can't just come in and just be there. No, you got to be twice as good so you can, you can stay there. That's just my opinion. I stand on it. Another super chat coming in from my man, Freddie J. What's up, Freddie? Freddie comes in and says, hey, good old McDermott added again with his stellar game prep, having his team ready to go, not for the third straight week. Can't wait for a post game. We need a better rhythm. Bullshit. That's another thing, too. We ain't got no rhythm, right? I don't know. Let me see if I can try to. I got one of my favorite songs. You know what? I can't. You know what? I'm just going to use. I'm just going to use this one. All right. Just a little bit. See this rhythm right now? I'm going to show you. Two step, right? See? Two step. I'm going I'm to even give you some flavor. Hey. Two. Two step. See how, see how I'm giving you flavor? This is some rhythm. <laughs> this is rhythm. See? I'm, I'm swaying with it. I'm swaying with it, trying to give you some rhythm, right? There's a point I'm trying to make here. These bills ain't got no rhythm right now. You know what they're doing right now? Here's the rhythm. Here's the, I'm going to try to be off rhythm because I'm not really good at it. Ready? I'm a, I'm clapping off beat and I can't move. I'm, I'm going to give you the Elaine. Like, we ain't got no rhythm. <laughs> I'm embarrassing myself, but you guys know what I'm saying. We ain't got no rhythm. Somebody needs to get a hold of this offense and get them on beat. You know what I'm saying? It's like Will Smith and, and my man from Hitch. Stay right here. In your rhythm. Get your two-step in, and let's go. We all over the place. <sighs> Come on, people. We need some rhythm. We need, to get, we need to get this team back into rhythm. And when we are in rhythm, boy, can we dance. Boy, can we electric slide. Boy, can we do all the damn dances these young kids are doing. I'm talking right now. We like that. But right now, whew, ain't no rhythm. Ain't no rhythm. This is what it is, man. <laughs> Anthony Henby. What's up, Anthony? Anthony comes and says, yo, bro, let's be honest, man. The, the old line was trash this game. Josh only showed up in the last 25. Both tight ends are great. Sorry, both tight ends are great. I think that's what you're saying. Um, great D was mid. Oh, the defense was mid. Cook, has the, Cook had his best game. No, he didn't. Uh, this was disgusting. Had to change my clothes to walk my dog. <laughs> Listen, Austin, I get you, man. Um, hear, hear me out. Let me just start, try to answer some of the stuff you, you put in there. O-line wasn't as bad. I mean, they, there was some pressure. There was definitely some pressure, but I think it was more so Allen just wasn't seeing what he needed to see right off the bat because sometimes he's, he's already making his pre-read and he's, he's made a decision and that's where he's going. And when they take that decision away from him, here he goes and gets out of the pocket because we've seen Allen in the pocket. Allen can be excellent in the pocket. He's got great pocket awareness. But when he's made his decision and that decision's gone, he's like, shit, I need to buy time. I'm out the pocket. That pocket may still then be good. So I'm not going to put it all on the O-line. Now, the O-line had some moments. You know what I mean? That they let some things up. But is it on the O-line or is it on Allen holding on to the ball too long? Not making his proper reads, right? And maybe that's why we're out of sync and out of rhythm. 
And that's what the defense, the defense, you mean, have their, I mean, we're, we're depleted. We got some key players that are out and we got guys that need to step their game up. But for the most part, they did what they needed to do and they got the ball back to the Bills, which made them score, which allowed us to be in the position we were in near the end. It's just that we just too little, we had no, too little time. And, and, and hold on a second. For a guy that has like an 80 yard bomb of an arm and I get it, he's hurt or he's, he's banged up a little bit. So it might hurt him too much to really let that thing fly. I was looking forward to Allen just ripping that thing 80 yards. I mean, go, go for it. They only, they weren't even rushing anybody. They wanted to keep you in the pocket to contain. You could have let everybody run. I see. That's another thing I didn't understand. You could have let everybody run down to the field and hail Mary and go for it. But you chose to run with the football and then lean. What a pathetic display of trying to keep the play alive. Pathetic, pathetic. I, I was like, I, what the hell was that? Just end the game. Just end the game already. I didn't know what the hell that was. Honestly. Tony Dub, what's up, Tony? Tony comes in with a super chat. I appreciate that, Tony. Says, this is this this D is gutted. They can't hold water. Nonetheless, and nonetheless, an NFL offense. Well, they gave our offense a chance, and that's what you want, right? But then there's only so many chances you can give your offense until, you know what I'm saying, they got to get back on the field. I mean, they're just too little, too late. They're too gassed, I guess. And two big plays. That was a big play by Mac Jones. That big throw down the field. Now, questionable because David Andrews, the center, was pretty downfield. He was pretty downfield. And they decided to pick that ball, to pick the flag up and say, nah, he was cool. That's a tight one. That's a tight one. And by the way, I got a, we got a new member to the Bing Squad. By the way, for those that are trying to join and become a member of the Bing Squad and be subscribed to our channel as members, it's very simple www.supportbf.com www.supportbf.com and uh, you can become a member just like my guy Zoomer Cage Bing biggity bing to my guy Zoomer Cage let's go man I appreciate you welcome to the Bing squad my guy we got another comment coming in from my man uh, Raymond Ramirez what's up Ray? Ray comes in still running shotgun draw no for no gain man that's forever going to be part of their damn uh, their damn offense that's just what it is man we, we, we just got to get used to it man we really just got to get used to it we just got to get used to it. Simple as that. By the way, Richard Peace. What's up, Richard? Richard Pierce, excuse me. says, I'm ready to never see Knox get another target ever. Well, here's my take on, on Knox, right? And I don't know who put it out there, but there was a tweet that said, we can move on from Knox next year and save 12, 11, and 12 or something like that in terms of savings. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm ready to see less of Knox and more of Kincaid. I mean, shit, I was ready to see that from the beginning. Right from the beginning. And if you don't have if you don't have to have 12 sort of anymore and you can go, you know, saying with tight, tight splits, do what you got to do. But I'm ready to see more of 86 and less of 88. I'm just being real. Because he had an opportunity to catch that ball and he caught it. And don't get me wrong, he got it was he got hit hard. And that thing jarred loose. And guess what? Drop. But that's not the first time we've ever mentioned a drop by that brother right there. So more Kincaid, less Dawson Knox, make that happen. I don't see why the hell we're making it algebra. It's not hard. It's not rocket science. Make that shit happen. You saw it today. When's the last time you seen my man get eight receptions in one game? What? How many? What's the most receptions that Dawson Knox has ever had in one game? Most receptions by Dawson Knox. I got to look that up because I'm curious. I don't think I've ever seen him have more than six receptions in a game. 
Let me see. The most recessive by Dawson Knox ever. Uh, let me see. If you guys have, if you can find me that stat, because I don't want to hold you guys too long. Dawson Knox receptions in a game. I'm curious. Because we had eight receptions easily by Kincaid and off of eight targets. So let me tell you right now, the most he's ever had in a game. I can't even tell you because they just gave me a totally different stat. I'm not even trying to look that up. But I can tell I can guarantee you it wasn't eight. I can guarantee you that. If you guys have that, let me know. Eric Peak. Salute to Eric Peak for that super chat. Eric Peak comes in with some bullshit. He says, fire Dorsey and McDermott. Trade for Eric B. Enemy. It's time. Hit the panic button. Bills are broken. <laughs> they are bipolar, erratic, inconsistent, and incompetent. There is no excuse. Total failure at every level. You are absolutely wrong, <laughs> Eric Peak. I really appreciate you putting in that, that uh, super chat. I really do. But you're not wrong in the Bills being bipolar, erratic, inconsistent. They, they have moments of incompetence for sure. And there are no excuses for that. You're a professional team that's, that's a, a Super Bowl contender. Those, those adjectives should not be a part of your squad, a part of your team, and describing you. Now, what I will totally disagree with you is firing Dorsey McDermott. And let me tell you something. A, a friend of mine that is a commander's content creator today was talking about Eric Bien is just a white, a white Ike Turner. Was it Mike Turner? Eric Turner? What was, what was the, uh, the um, North Turner? He's a white North Turner. He's like, yo, I'm sick of this guy. They're already sick of the enemy over there. I think he's overreacting because Sam Howell ain't shit. But at the end of the day, it ain't always green on the other side, boy. <laughs> it ain't always greener. We just got to be better. We just got to be better. And that's the facts. That's just straight up what it is, man. But I appreciate that super chat, my man, Eric Pierce. Uh, Eric Peak, excuse me. TW, what's up, Tony? Tony says, yo, we went up and the D looked like a, a, a colander letting everything through. There were moments where we didn't look good, boys. There were moments where we didn't look good, and then we tightened up. And once we tightened up, we we're back, back to running shit. You know what I'm saying? So it, was, it just took a while for us to get our act together. Another super chat coming in from my man, Jeff King. What up, Jeff? Jeff comes in with a super chat of 50 bucks. I appreciate that. You already know what it is. Jeff King. Jeff comes in and says, I want to hear anybody. He says, I don't want to hear anybody. And I mean anybody talking about Super Bowls anymore. I don't care if the win, if they win every game from here on out. Until there's a parade with Lombardi in hand in Buffalo, then everybody shut the f up. It's effing pathetic. I don't like it. And I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Yo, that is facts, man. I don't want I don't want to hear shit about no damn Super Bowls either, man. We're a Super Bowl contender. You know what? Even me, my black ass is gonna stop talking about Super Bowl contender. Until you win the division and you get to the dance, then we can talk about contending for the Super Bowl. Because right now, right about now, and this is, let me let me just look some up real quick. Cause I mean, you got to. So right now, if you're looking at the standings, the Dolphins are five and one. Who knows how they end it, how they're going to end this game? We got the Bills right now in second place in the AFC East. Then you got the Chiefs at five and one. They're probably going to win. The, actually, I'm I'm hoping they lose today, but we'll see how that plays out. The Raiders and the Chargers are still going to be competing. Even the Raiders are three and four, but the Raiders are fraudulent. They're not going to go nowhere. The Chargers have a chance, but right now the Chargers are two and three. But who knows how that's going to play out, right? 
Then you got the Ravens, you got the Browns, and you got the Steelers. Those three always compete no matter what. And you got the Bengals, the whole North. The whole North is in there, all right? Then you got the Jaggers that we lost to. You got the Texans that are playing good football right now, so don't sleep on them. And the Colts just won one today. So we, we got some, we, listen, man, we need to continue just to keep up the work that we're doing and, and just find a way to win. If it's got to be ugly, you just got to win the division and get to the dance. We control our own destiny. But with bullshit like today and bullshit like against the Giants and bullshit against the Jaguars, bro, it's not looking good. And if, it, if we're trending, and because right now there's three games of nonsense, if we're trending in that direction, it's not good. So we got to buck that trend ASAP because we keep starting slow. God forbid you start slow against the Eagles, you're done. God forbid you start slow against the Bengals, you're done. You want to start slow against the Jets, you're done. That defense is too good. You can't. You got you to take full advantage of it. You want to start you want to start slow against the 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 Cowboys that got a damn good defense? What are you playing with me? Stop playing. So yeah, I don't want to hear no damn like I'm with Jeff, man. I don't want to hear nothing about no damn Super Bowls, man. Cut that bullshit out. Win the division first, then we can talk about it. And right now, it's looking mighty tough. We just lost to the Patriots. Listen, we've lost two division games right now. Lost two division games. The freaking Jets and the Patriots for crying out loud, man. Oh, man, oh, man. Forrest West, babe. What's up, Forrest? Forrest says, yo, still a McDermott guy, Rico? Yes, I am. I'm still a McDermott guy. I love McDermott. That's my guy. Head coach is the leader of a team that is clear, and there's... Head coach is the leader of the team, and it's clear the leadership is void. No, I disagree. I totally disagree. Because if the leadership is void, nobody would play for McDermott. Those guys play for McDermott. You want to know where those leadership is void? Go, go look at the Raiders right now. Who the F is playing for McDaniel, right? You want to go see you, who the F is playing for Sean Payton right now? You want to talk about leadership being void? There is a leadership. Trust me. McDermott ain't the problem. McDermott had these boys playing, and they respect him, and they play for him. There are some coaches out there. Ain't nobody playing for them cats whatsoever. Come on now. If we're going to talk about it, let's be real. Let's be real now. Fluffy Panda. What's up, bro? Yo, I've lived through Greg Williams, Malarkey, Jerron, Gailey, effing Doug Barone, but I've never been so tempted to give up on the season. Team, total team failure. Overreaction. Fluffy Panda, overreaction. Overreaction. Go, go take a cold shower and come back to me. Overreaction. We just, we just play some bullshit right now. We just got to get it together. If it's gonna, if it's got to be one of those team meetings that these guys gotta got, they gotta have, then so be it. But I'm not ready to say, yo, the season's over. No, nah, it's not a team failure. Today was a, a game failure. Not great. Raymond Taylor says, yo, 300 win against us. That goes down in history. That does, man. That sucks. That 300th win from Belichick. Like, hey, man, where were you? And what team was it that you won in your in your 300th game? Was Tom Brady was was Tom Brady part of it? Oh, no, no, no. That's McCorkle Jones. Oh, who was, who, who was your, your running back? Oh, Roger Steven and Zeke Elliott. Zeke Elliott. Bro. <laughs> but that's the facts, man. Those are the facts. We lost to that team. When Josh said alert, the plays worked. Noticed? Honestly, there were times where Josh got out of a play, and it, we did have success. But I've seen Josh go out of a play, and we don't. So is it is Josh pretty much telling us that Dorsey is not a great play caller or his play sequence 
of calls are, aren't great, who knows? But one thing's for sure, both of them got to come together and figure it the hell out. You got one guy calling it and you have the other guy executing. So is it the execution or is it the play call? That's why those two brothers are tied together because you don't know, you don't know who, which is which. You won't, and you won't know which, which, which is which. Al Bristol says, yo, we lost, Mac we lost to Macaroni Jones, man. Talk to me off the ledge. Macaroni Jones had a good game, man, and Macaroni Jones needed this game. He absolutely needed this game, right? This, this, this is one of those games where he's like, if I'm going to get back and gain the trust of my team, my coaches, my coordinators, my fan base, my this, my that, this is a, this is a game I had to have because a lot of Pats fans were ready for tank for Caleb, do this and do that. Now, this win really screws them up a little bit, but the guys in the locker room have some pride, so they got to win. And if we're going to put a win against someone, we're going to put a win against a team that's struggling. Yo, they barely beat the Giants, and they struggled against the damn Jaguars. Why the hell can't we come in and play these guys tough? Let's go. And that's exactly what they did. You don't think these teams are watching who the hell we played? The same way that we're watching all these teams, like what? We play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers next, right? We've been, we're going to be watching, okay, who the hell they play? Oh, they only played this guy? They played that guy? They played this team? You don't think the Patriots sitting here like, hold on, who have they beat? Okay, so they beat the Raiders. They blow. They 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 beat they beat the Washington Commanders. Okay, they ain't good. The Dolphins. Okay, they really put a beating on the Dolphins. But was that an anomaly? Was that like a fluke? What was going on? Obviously, I think we match up well against the Dolphins. That's just why I think we won. Or we blew our load against the damn Dolphins, and now we got no juice left. Hate to break it to you, but you guys got to be a multiple round. These Bills got to be a multiple round pleaser. If I can put it so bluntly, you can't just blow your load on the first round and be like, whoo, your boy's done. Nah, bro, you got, you got round two, round three, round four. We got 16 more rounds, bro. You better get your act together. We got more performances to give. You can't just blow your whole load on one performance and expect to just kind of coast away with a mediocre, mediocre job. Ain't no way. Ain't no freaking way. Can you imagine me? One good performance I put against the on the wifey on a wedding night. I put a one good old mm, wedding night. And the rest of the years, I'm just, eh, it's all good. I gave you, I gave you one good. Nah, fam. <laughs> I'm expecting you to perform every single time. And these bills, right now, after that Dolphins game, not great. Not great. We're four and three. You guys know what it is. We're four and three. GP says, yo, I'm an old son of a B. I lived through the four Super Bowl losses. This game makes me want to stop watching all sports. Makes me effing sick. I'm telling you, man, losses are tough. <laughs> Especially because you put a lot of money and time into teams, man. I know there was a tweet out there that one, uh, my man Polo said uh, he hates when people say we when they're talking about their team that they're playing. Man, you ain't on the team. You ain't getting paid. You can't talk about we. And people lost it. They said, what? Yes, the heck I can we, I put money in buying those jerseys, those tickets, traveling to the team, and waiting for you at the airport, all that stuff. So, bitch, we is we. We is me, and I'm on that squad, too. <laughs> we is the ones banging on the seats and making noise in the stadiums to make it too loud for the other squad to not succeed. Bitch, I'm on the squad. It's we. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I get it. I totally get it. GP says, yo, I'm an old son of a gun. I'm saying I'm ready to stop watching this team. Makes me sick. I get it, man. But we can't. We got to keep watching the squad, man. We're part of that. We're part of that shit. Yo, Drew says, yo, I don't understand why Kincaid don't get the ball more often. And James Cook don't get more plays to run. By the way, Gabe Davis is going to get traded soon. 
Uh, you just never know, man. Do they trade Gabe Davis? Maybe. I mean, you just never know sometimes. Maybe that if in order for us to get a, a serviceable corner that can really come in and, and do it, if we even go that route. But we're so damn broke that it's just not going to make any sense probably for us to do it. Would I be mad or would I be sick to my stomach if we traded Gabe Davis? Not really. I mean, look today. One reception. Six targets. It's not like he's not getting his, he's not getting his shots. He is getting his shots. Raymond Ramirez, still no established run. They run legit plays and get good chunks. Shotgun draw for no gains and abandon the run. Play action gets no respect. I'm baffled. Well, you can't do play action if you're not really threatening to get the ball downfield. You can only really get these teams to, you know, bite on that play action if you dot these guys up. And we weren't dotting enough for us to even, for them to even bite on the play action. But we'll have to, we're going to have to clean things up. We're going to have to clean it up, and we're going to have to clean it up shortly. Josh... My man, Anthony English, says Josh is either Tom Brady with athleticism or he's Trent Edwards and no in between. <laughs> Yo, Anthony English, you straight tripping. He is neither of the above. That boy is Josh Allen. That's just who he is, man. And the one thing I will say, though, I, need to, I would like to see a little more design runs for Josh Allen. At first, I was okay with not needing for him to run, but design runs is okay. We need to get him. He just he just has to be smart about how he decides to slide or get out of bounds or do whatever. But you got to keep teams on their toes knowing that you are a threat to take off and run. But you haven't been this year. We know you can, but you haven't. So more designed runs would be nice. It would be nice. Freddie J says, Eureka was big on McKenzie last year, yet wants to gripe about Davis. Hold on a second, Freddie J. Freddie J talking some bullshit right now. I got to check him for a second. Rico was big on McKenzie last year yet wants to gripe about Davis. How, how do those two make sense? So let's talk about McKenzie first. So last year, when McKenzie was actually in the offense and they utilized McKenzie to replace Cole Beasley, we got some good production out of it, but not great enough. Not good. But at least he got separation. My gripe about Davis is lack of separation. It's a deep route. It's a post route. It may be a corner route. That's what you're getting from Gabe Davis. You're not going to get a slant. You're not going to get a screen. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to get, you're not going to get one of those, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, like a, like a dig route. Of, like, and you, you, you'll get a dig route. That's one thing you will get. You'll get a dig route from here. But anything, anything where you get, you gain separate. Nah, you ain't going to get that. McKenzie, different slot. Gabe is, Gabe is on the wide side. I don't know. Like, I don't even know why I'm addressing that shit. That shit don't make no damn sense. It don't make no damn sense. And don't ask me. Ask everybody else. Y'all happy with Gabe Davis and what he's doing? Is he, is he doing it for y'all? All right. <laughs> Thank you very much. Freddie J comes back. Yo, Jags, fool me once. Giants, fool me twice. Patriots, enough. Now I can fuck with you. <laughs> I can fuck with that, Freddie J. McDermott is trash. See, now you lost me. McDermott is trash and not limited to just three games. Not to mention he made Mac Jones look stellar today. Well, I know a lot of quarterbacks that he's made look not great either. Right? But understand... You know what I'm saying? The team is not the same team. We're, we're dealing with some injuries. You know what I'm saying? So he's got to adjust like any other team has to. People asking about Caleb Williams. He's four and seven uh, at, with top 25 teams. I'm not even tripping about that. Not even tripping. Josh G says, yo, he's been a member for 22 months, and I appreciate you, Josh G. says, yo, Von Miller, milk carton alert. Well, we might have to talk about that. We definitely going to have to talk about that. That's for sure. Right? CM Banks. What else? CM Banks. CM Banks says, yo, Jaguars. Peeps saying, uh, Jaguars, peeps 
saying fire Dorsey. I said, stay the course. Giants, peeps are saying, I mean, it's a long season. The game is on Dorsey's play calling. Promote Shula. He's an assistant. Rico, check Cam 2015. Okay. I see you, CM Banks. I'm like, you, you're trying to get me to do some homework now. I got you, man. I got you. Now, I will say this, though. Week seven, we're, we're what? We're in week seven now? Yeah, we just finished week seven. We're going into week eight. There's a lot for us to clean up. There is a lot for us to clean up, and there's a lot for us to probably eliminate, and there's a lot for us to kind of maybe tweak and add. And that's on Dorsey and, and, and the offense. They got to figure it out. And they got Joe Brady. You got too many assistants and too many veteran guys in that locker room, in that team, where you guys all collectively can't come together and figure out what works best. Cromer has to come in and say and say his piece. Like, all those things got to happen. We shall see. We shall see. Uh, I got uh, a, a super chat coming in. Can't say what that is, but uh, people are making excuses about losing because of injuries. Yes, injuries suck, but good teams find a way to endure. And we were able to endure last game against the Giants because we played like junk, but we were able to come back and make a play, and those things happened. We did that all last year. Teams that, I mean, moments we were supposed to lose the game or it was close games that we never could win, we were winning them. So we are, but not to, I guess, to our expectations. We're, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not living up to the expectations. And do we put too much expectation on this team? I doubt it. I think we expect it to be where we're at. But uh, they're, they, these, these, goal, these, these games that we should be winning handedly, we're not. So it tells us teams have caught up and they know exactly what we're about. Or we're just not executing to a level that we should. I think it's a level. I think it's a level of both. John DeMarchi, what's up, Johnny? Johnny, been a while, man. Johnny says, uh, Mac Jones, fourth quarter versus Buffalo, 11 for 13, 127, two touchdowns in, <laughs> and zero interceptions, a, a rating of 147. He's not Mahomes. It's Mac freaking Jones. Come on, man. Oof, let's stay on that because that's a bar right there. John DeMarchi's right, man. Fourth quarter is when we need to buckle down. Put your fours up. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's tighten up and let's, you know what I mean? Forget about the BS that happened. You know what I'm saying? The first three quarters. This is a time for us to kind of, this last quarter, we got to make some things happen. But here comes Mac Jones, 11 for 13, 127, two tutties and no interceptions with a rating of 147. Brutal. We can't allow that to happen. I mean, Mac Jones went 20 for 25 in this game. Five incompletions against this defense. We made Mac Jones... Look like a damn Pro Bowl quarterback, folks. Oh, that is unacceptable. Johnny Marchi, thank you for that. Unacceptable, bro. My man Bartek. What's up, Bartek? Bartek says your offense needs to get their shit together, and you don't say. Especially, Josh. They're completely healthy. Overthrows and drops have killed us on third down. Also, these flags. Yo, the overthrows are killing me, man. That was a perfect route run by Stefan Diggs. He had three to four yards of separation. Josh, all you got to do in that clean pocket is drop it in the bucket. Overthrow. That's That's got to be eating him. It's got to be eating him up inside. It's got to be. Elijah Burns. What's up, Elijah? Elijah comes in and says, unfortunately, unless we make a splash at the deadline, we are not going anywhere. With the team we put out there these last two weeks. It's not great. The team that we put out these last two weeks hasn't been great. But here's my question to you. If you are going to make a trade for someone, where is that someone you're making the trade for? Is it the cornerback spot? Is it another receiver? Do we need another receiver? Is are we are we not trusting the receiver that we have in what we have right now? 
or is it a matter of tweaking who you decide to you mean to target? Get certain players more involved. This opens the offense more. Maybe that's what we're not doing. To trade for something, if you're going to trade for something, I think it's corner. You got to trade it to the cornerback spot. We need someone that locks stuff down. So when that quarterback is looking, he's like, shoot, that's that guy over there. I can't do it. I got to look this way. You shut down half the field. Right now, field is wide open. Trey White, before he got injured, he was able to kind of like make you think twice of going over there to him. Because if he did, he was becoming his, his all pro self, ready to jump back into things. And then the injury happened. So if we do make a trade, that's the route we go. But we're so broke, we can't. The good sports curse wheel actually worked on us. <laughs> I doubt it. I don't think it did. My man, Jeff King. Jeff King comes back in and says, yo, Josh was better off spending his offseason with Palmer and not his Hollywood booty call. Is one thing if he's actually done something, he hasn't. Golly, Jeff King, you went there. I was thinking it, but you went there. <laughs> My man, Jeff King says, yo, Josh is acting too damn Hollywood, man. He's out there doing his thing, living his good life. I get it. That's his grown man. He can do what he wants. But some might say, hey, you man, you too focused on that Hollywood life, bro. We need you to come back to life and, and deal with this, what we're dealing right now. And my man, Jeff King, just encapsulated that right there. Josh was better off spending the time with Josh Palmer and not his Hollywood booty call. Damn, he called that brother. He called that sister booty call. It's one thing if he's actually done something, but he hasn't. And by done something, he's talking about you got a ring on your finger. You got a Super Bowl. But you ain't got no Super Bowl. You're ringless. So I get, I get what my man Jeff King is. But damn, I didn't think you were going to go there, brother. I did not think you were going to go there, but you did. And that's why I love you. That's why I love you, man. Bad game, but I like what I saw from Kincaid. He can become a, a game changer if you keep putting hip up. If, if you keep putting him on the snaps because defenses need to step up and despite these injuries. You do. You absolutely do. And the fact that he was able to do what he did today coming back from concussion, now you've got a spark. So now you can kind of, all right, let's, let's open the offense and start kind of working through the middle of the offense. I guarantee you, you, you start opening up and giving him the ball in the middle of the offense and kind of, you know me I mean, making everybody go, oh, hold on a second. Now you got Gabe. Now you got Deontay. Now you got Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs is going to get his no matter what, but we need to encapsulate that more. We need to put that in that more. And I'd love to see more vertical routes from Kincaid. All these to the sidelines, you know what I'm saying? Get it, let him get an opportunity to kind of, you know what I mean, turn and go. Turn and go up upfield instead of on the sidelines, man. Give that to, give that to my man Dawson Knox. You mean upfield? I want Kincaid. That's who I trust. Real talk. I Viking, by the way, I appreciate all the super chats coming in. I promised you I said I was going to read them all and I'm going to get there. So I appreciate y'all, man. Josh is missing people. Like I'm not talking about the, the throws. I'm, I don't even want to go into that. I'm talking about guys just running open, wide open. He's just missing them. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And I, I can't even front it because he was doing it last game and he did it against the Jaguars. So that's why I said it's got to be, it's, it's both those guys, man. It's both him and Dorsey. They got to get it together. The receivers are not at fault either. They're not, sorry, absolved from fault. Y'all got to get separation, man. Get your separation and get going. Show Josh the target. You're there. He can hit you. But Josh is so ingrained to go into 14 because he trusts 14 and he knows 14 will make a play. But you got to trust the others as well. You got to. It's just what it is, man. My man, Eric Bruce, comes in with a super chat. Eric Bruce, I appreciate you. He says, hey, are we looking at fighting for a wildcard spot now? We have been spoiled the last three years. Back to being the traditional Bills fan. Um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with fighting for a, a wildcard spot. Do I want to? Heck no. Do I want to win the Den Division again? Yes. Do I want an opportunity for the number one seed? Yes. 
are we trending that way? No. So that is one part we got to we got to fix. We definitely got to fix that. By the way, short bus terror squad. What up, terror squad? TS. What's up, man? He goes, yo, let's package Knox Davis and our first round pick for a good corner. Or let's talk to the Raiders about Adams. The future is Kincaid and we can save a boatload of money. Well, Adams ain't going nowhere. The Raiders ain't giving him up. They said it. And uh, and it's not going to happen. So that's where we stand at that point. Other than that, folks, we just got to deal with it, man. We just got to get get these these guys involved. If you're going to go and really truly go for this this two tight end, twelve personnel, let's let's utilize it. But you got to run the ball out of that formation too to scare some guys, man. And right now we're just we're trying to work the kinks out, man. Like whether you want to call it work the kinks or we just not we're not working it at all. But something's got to give. Something's got to freaking give. My man John Wozniak. Morgan specialist. What's up, John? Appreciate that super chat, my G. And Johnny comes in and says, would have liked to receive the kickoff to give the offense a chance at a fast start. Feel also the coaches have neutered Josh. Let him play free. He's running. Uh, sorry, his running is also non-existent anymore. And John, I'm going to kind of double up on that because I was saying I was saying that like maybe it's time to just kind of, like, you know what? Let's make some design runs for this brother. Let's make some design runs for this brother. Let this brother go. Let him be who he is. When Josh is able to play like Josh and less reining him in we 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 see success so maybe they're reining him in too much maybe they're shackling him too much and they wanted to stay in that offense but maybe and I'm just speculating here maybe that's what they want they want to shackle him until he understands to control what's in front of him so not having to go and 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 kind of you know, freestyle all the time Try to stay in, in, in the concept of the offense. And then once I understand that you get it, then I'll release you from the shackles. But right now, Josh is like, yo, F that. Let me just go do what I got to do. And, and there's probably some conflict in between. You never know. Or Josh is trying to. And Dorsey's like, nah, stay the way I told you. Trust me, it's going to work. We're about to feed. We're about to see if it's going to work. We're about to see if it's going to work. And right now, for now, you know what I'm saying? We have a winning record. Well, we're, we're one game away from being 500. And it's it's been a while since we've been in that position of being close to being 500. I don't like it. I do not like it one bit. I appreciate that, Johnny. John Wozniak, mortgage specialist. My man, Eric P, says, yo, so then at one point, here comes Eric P. So then at what point is Rico going to hold the coaching staff accountable? Because you can't sit there and tell me it's good enough. I don't know what, what, what more you want me to tell you. I've been telling you that Dorsey's not doing it. Him and him and Dor him and Josh Allen got to get it together. So what more? Which what, what you want me to tell you? This defense with their injuries are doing what they can. They're giving the ball back to the offense. That's three games straight that they've done that. They've taken the ball back and given it back to the offense. Say you go get it. So it's been a lot of bend but don't break. But we're actually this defense is actually creating turnovers. I mean, AJ Epinesa, didn't AJ Epinesa strip sack and get the, the, the damn ball back back to the offense? What more do you want? We may be surrendering some yardage to these cats, but at least we're taking the ball away. And now when we give it to the offense, the offense is too busy, too busy bullshit in the beginning of the season, beginning of the, of the games, and they're waiting to the end. And then obviously this caught up to us. Not enough time. Not enough time to get the job done. And here's the funny part. We actually got in the end zone and did get the, weed, the lead. But too little, too late, because the defense was just gassed and didn't have enough more plays to make. It happens, man. That's why we got to put up these points. We got to stop bullshitting for three quarters and not put up points. 
We scored three points in the first half. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Let it go cut it, man. Three points in the first half is not going to cut it from a quarterback like Josh Allen and his offense. That's healthy. And you got Stephon Diggs? No. No, not buying it. Uh, Bill Stampede, what up, man? He goes, refs had a hand 100% in the last three games. If you don't call it out, you either are, ra- are biased or you're blind. Rhythm and first down killers. NFL is bold because we accept this BS and we call football. Wake up for entertainment purposes only. I, I can't agree with you, bro. I, I can't agree with that. I really can't. The refs got to do a job, right? The refs easily could have called pass interference on Teron Johnson. But they let those brothers play. They let them play. So, I mean, the refs could have really affected the game for the Patriots today. And they're like, yo, I'm not going to ruin it by a guy that was uh, maybe he was ahead. Because I don't know. I gotta, I, I'm not a ref, so I don't know. So, like, sometimes near the end of the games, you got to let these brothers play. Let them play out and don't be the, the ref that dictates what's going on. But guess what? These guys had eight penalties. The Bills had eight penalties. Penalties are going to happen, man. We got to be more disciplined. That's what it comes down to. Be more disciplined. And we weren't disciplined today. And neither were we were last last week. Rico, your thoughts on the O-line and Tyler Bass. Tyler Bass is in the struggle mode right now. And, uh, I mean, he'll get it together. I, I anticipate he gets it together. And the O-line hasn't been as bad, man. They've given Josh time. There were moments that Josh had all the time in the world, just couldn't find anybody. Or just his progressions just were too late. Like I'll tell you right now, the ball that he threw to Dawson Knox, although Dawson Knox caught it, but notice how Dawson Knox has to turn around because the ball was behind him. And then as he caught it, boom, he got jarred. If the ball was there sooner, we're not even, we're not, we're probably talking about the, the stick has moved. We caught the ball in, in first down. Let's go. But the ball was late. And the ball being late is obviously Josh holding on to the ball too long. He had the time. And away we go. So it's uh it, it's tough, man. It's tough. Listen, I'm the I ain't no, I ain't no NFL quarterback. They go through some shit, but he's paid for it. I'm not. So you better, you better, you better hold it down, my guy. <laughs> Jeff King says, one pump chump. You can't be a one pump chump in this bitch, man. You got to listen. Your lady didn't get with you because you're a one pump chump. I'm saying you can't do that. You got to, you got to get rid of that way before the date. You know what I'm saying? Get rid of that before the date. And then you can get to business. That's if you catch what I'm saying, you know, you know. Bill Stampede says, yo, the last drive of flag picked up illegally man downfield, which is clearly was on, was a PI, um, was a, was a pass interference. All Mac did was one-yard pass all game. And guess what? All those one-yard passes worked. Like, we, we can't just say all he did was one-yard passes. Dude went 20 for 25. And guess what? He did not just do all one-yard passes because there were big chunk plays that he had. A lot of chunk plays that that brother had that game. Like, you had, let me tell you right now, player stats, when I go to it, the Patriots had chunk plays. Chunk plays, oh, I can't even see it right now. Damn. Because I'm on my phone. So it's I can't even tell you right now. But the, they, there were some big chunk plays by their receivers. They did, honestly. Uh, Eric Peake says, Yo, so Rico, then when the F you going to hold the coaching accountable? What? They just skate free? <laughs> they just skate scot-free forever? Nah. Hey, you said what you have done for, what have you done for me lately? McDermott ain't done historically. He hasn't done it historically or lately. Eric Peake is on his ass. All right, Eric Peake, let me get at you, bro. So. McDermott, you say that we, we should hold the coaching staff accountable. So I'm assuming you want me to hold McDermott accountable. So McDermott is the one responsible for calling the defense. So this defense, and you got to call it what it is, right? You got to call it what it is. Not excuse, but you got to call it what it is. 
McDermott has to change the way he calls his defense. He can't call the same type of play when, when uh, Milano was there. He can't call the same type of play when Trey White was there. He's got to tweak it now because they don't have the same skill set. They don't have the same range these guys do. So he's got to tweak it a little bit. So are they as potent as they have been in the past? No, they can't be because you don't have the same type of players. However, he's still got this team highly competitive. He held the Giants to nine points the, the game before. You got to give him that credit at least. Offensively is where we didn't get the job done. Today, what, 29, we had the, they were up 10 nothing, quick 10 nothing. We slowed them down a little bit. We got turnovers on them. You know what I'm saying? It just wasn't enough. We either ran out of gas. I don't know what it was. But to say that McDermott is for blame or we should put make him accountable, he's got this team highly competitive. Now, this is where he's got to, like, for instance, he calls a timeout with game management where Allen threw a freaking interception. Allen goes down and throws the interception in the red zone. Thank goodness McDermott was at timeout right before that debacle. Right before that debacle. So keep that in mind as well. Keep that in mind because if McDermott didn't do that, coaching, we probably would have lost the game sooner than that. And we got ourselves a chance to get up the score and we were up one. If not for McDermott's timeout, we got some problems, right? So is he perfect? Heck no, he's not perfect. But I'm not going to sit here and talk about he's poo-poo and let go of McDermott. That's crazy talk. Ain't no way. These boys still play for McDermott. Trust and believe that. Trust and believe that. But anyway, last super chat that I see here is uh, Fluffy Panda says, okay, I may be off the ledge here, but at, at this rate, we'll be lucky to, to beat the Broncos. Yo, you tripping. But you know what? Any given Sunday. I can't even say you're tripping. Any given Sunday. Uh, yes, our D is injured like hell, but nothing wrong with our O. You're right. And that's why this offense is going to take more blunder than the, this defense is going to take because you guys have everything. And more, more so, Josh Allen's still playing. Josh Allen is still playing. He's still the guy that's out there. So that's, that's the only way I can put it, put it to you, right? Um, my man Walter comes in and says, if Allen has to place every ball to his receivers perfectly, then they're not playmakers. Ooh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Not every football is going to be on the money. You're right about that. But you ain't got to make every, I can't say you got to make. But when you have wide open receivers, you're missing them. Or you got a wide open, you know what I mean, throw to make the digs and you miss that, it's, it's going to weigh on Josh. I don't know. If he's going to maybe, maybe I put a little too much on there. Maybe I should pull back a little bit. Maybe I don't want to. So a lot of that is internal, right? He had a beautiful pass to James Cook down the sideline. Beautiful touch. Chef's kiss. I was like, ooh, that was nice. I haven't seen that in a long time. Actually, the last time I saw it was the same player, and he, he sent it to James Cook on the other sideline, right? But not every football's got to be perfect, and you're right about that. This is where these guys got to make some plays. You got to make some plays. Kind of like DeAndre Hardy, when the ball was way above his head, he plucked it out of his head. You got to make the plays, but it's got to be on both sides. You're right, though. You're 1,000% right. The ball can't be always 100% on the money, especially because my man has time. He had time to throw today. He definitely had time to throw today. Now, before I get out of here, folks, I want to tell you, I appreciate you guys. I really do. Uh, my man, uh, Canabio says, yo, you're talking the truth, Rico. Wash the hands. <laughs> Listen, man. I try to be as, as truthful as I can and not be like, take it away from this and not blame that person. Like, listen, where the fault is, I try to point it out. Not to like, but point out, like, yo, this is where the issue is, man. This is where the issue. And right now, based on these last three games, the issue has solely been on this offense. 
this offense is not holding their end of the bargain. You need to you need to capitalize. Are we going to go seven for seven, eight for eight in the red zone and just march up the field? Heck no, you're not. Our team's going to adjust. Yes, they will. But this is where we have to adjust. And we are slow. And this is another thing. We are slow to adjust. All our adjustments have been after halftime. So if we're going to put blame on someone in somewhere, that's got to be in, in on the head coach, in on the offensive coordinator, in-game adjustments. At least McDermott is on the field, right? He can talk to his guys. He can tangibly talk to his guys. I mean, you got, you got Buddy in the booth. All he's doing is talking through radio. And, and then the only time he can talk to Josh is when halftime and everybody's in the locker room. So, yeah, you're right. There, there's got to be some accountability, 100%. At the end of the day, these in-game adjustments have to be made. And I, I feel like we lack the in-game adjustments with these slow starts because these slow starts are a product of that. Hey, man, first quarter didn't go well. Okay, we got to tweak this and tweak this. Maybe they're not seeing things sooner. So they got to get to halftime and say, okay, this is what they're doing. This is what they're doing. But fuck, that's too late, man. So we need more in-game early adjustments so we can counter and get these things rolling again. Because once you play these teams that have an offense that can score at will, we will be in trouble if this offense continues to sputter the way they have been. It's just what it is. So, folks, I wish I could continue to keep going. But... Our brother's got things to do. Our brother's got to go feed his family and go talk to his family and, and you know what I'm saying, and try to wash my hands of this game because <laughs> this game was a just a doozy. That's all I'm going to say. This game was a doozy. But I'm going to tell you this, man. I appreciate each and every one of you guys tuning in. I hope that you guys appreciate my candor. I hope you guys appreciate my, my rawness, if you will. And it gives us a chance to kind of, you know what I mean, to, to talk it out and, and just – Woosah, that bitch. You feel me? Because that's that's a woosah for me. I need to woosah that thing out of here. I mean, and and if that gives you that ability, and that, that if this gives you that outlet to kind of say, "Ooh, you know what? That's a good point." Or, "Ooh, I don't, I I disagree." Let me get my point across. This is why we have these platforms. This is why we have these platforms. And I really, honestly, sincerely appreciate you guys tuning in. And uh, if you guys have not had a moment to subscribe and and smash that like, do me that favor, smash that like. Let's get after it. I feel bad for Bills fans that traveled to New Gillette Stadium. They were, they were served on a platter and they had to walk out of that stadium with an L. Oof. My man Zbot was at that game, him and his lady and a, a couple of his friends. You got to walk out that stadium, that nice stadium, while the Patriots, had, they, they anticipated that they were going to get their ass beat. And now you're on the end of the loss to the Patriots. You got to walk out that stadium. I cannot wait to hear what Zeba's got to say the next day. So tune in. Zebot tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? It's the it, it's the smoke break, man. He's going he's going I'm sure he's going emotionally let you know how he feels. And you know how Zebot can get. He's passionate. He lets you know. And then I'm back at it again on Tuesday. And uh and then uh we're back at it again on Saturday, actually on Thursday because we got a Thursday game. So hopefully we can get the whole crew together um and uh and get ourselves set up for a pregame show uh and it's at tampa oh no we're tampa's at home so it's a home game so who knows maybe zebot's going to that home game who knows how it is so uh whoever it might be me and my man rev again i don't know but we we shall see how this goes down uh shout out to my man rev that joined me today for the pregame show had a good time with you my man we'll have to do it again man uh my man rev says here's a thought when it comes to the offensive issues, what about Dorsey coming out of the booth and coaching from the sidelines? 
put Brady in the booth instead. I mean, some soft offensive coordinators prefer to be, you know what I'm saying, in the booth for reasons that they can see more and maybe see a trend before it happens. And, okay, I see what they're doing here. Okay, so check this out. They're lined up this way. Here's what you're going to run. You're lined up this way. This is what you're seeing. I don't know what they say those things, but like it's probably like, okay, look, 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 it's looking like a cover three from up here. So check to see what the safety's doing. All right, see if we can motion it. See if it's a man-to-man. Okay, it's man. Here's what you're going to do on man. Here's what you're going to do on. So maybe he sees it from up there, right? Who knows, man? I remember there was one point where Brian Dable was in the booth, 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 booth. That's all he did. And then there was there was a couple games where Josh Allen was struggling. So the very next game, the, the struggle, the last game of the struggle happened. Dorsey was not Dorsey, excuse me. My man uh, Brian Dable came onto the sideline and was actually coaching sideline. And there's something about a good old fashioned chewing that a coach can give a player that you can't get it from 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 the screen, or you can't go pick up a phone like Joe Montana used to do and go pick up the phone and be like, "Hey, oh yeah, yeah," yeah. and get chewed out that way. No, no. Sometimes you need a good old fashioned. Let me chew your ass out right in front of everybody so you get what the f is going on. Do you understand the magnitude of how you're playing right now? Get it together. There's only so much, you know what I'm saying? When, you know what I'm saying, if you're, you're past curfew and mom and mom or dad calls you and they're chewing you out on the phone and you're like, oh, I don't want to get chewed out, but you'd rather get chewed on the phone because when you get home, you're going to get it real good. So you'd rather take the licking on the phone. So yeah, man, sometimes you got to get get in person and chew that brother out face to face so he knows how you, you mean business. You tell me that Dorsey is a cusser. He loves to cuss and he's a fiery guy. Well, get that fire on the sideline. Maybe that'll fire up my guy, Josh Allen, and stop making these bonehead you know, I mean, decisions. But I digress. I digress. So, folks, like I said, it's sincere. We do really do appreciate uh, you guys tuning into Buffalo Fanatics. And if you guys have not subscribed, do me a favor, subscribe to the channel. Smash that like while you guys are in here. If you guys want to support the channel even more, even further with our merch and everything else, supportbf.com. www.supportbf.com. Looking for your next article. Your article is at www.buffalofanatics.com. It's really all that simple. Everything is on that supportbf.com website. So, that being said, that is my time folks if you guys enjoyed this show you know what to do put that microphone up all the way through and uh and then show us love man and uh listen man the bills are four and three this is maybe the wake-up call they needed to get it together and wake up maybe they're just not awake yet so Maybe this was the game to wake them up. Are they awake? Will they wake up? Who knows? It's all the way up to these guys on the field. It's up to 17. It's up to Coach Dorsey. It's up to Von Miller. It's up to Jordan Boyer, Micah Hyde, the whole crew. Wake up. Because if you don't wake up soon enough, you're still, fa- you're still falling asleep. You're going to find yourself in the hunt. And I don't know if we want to be in the hunt. So, that being said, enjoy the rest of your evening, folks. And uh, tune in tomorrow, Monday, smoke break with my man Z-Bot. And by the way, are the Eagles winning? I hope the Eagles are losing. Right? The Eagles are winning. Please tell me they're winning. And uh, are the Chargers winning? Because <laughs> we need some losses from all these AFC teams, man, for real. So, folks, enjoy the rest of your evening. And uh, until next time, it's the Buffalo Fanatics. It's the Rico Report. And uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. The Bills took an L today, but we'll bounce back. We got no choice. We got to bounce back and get things together. So enjoy your evening, and we'll catch you guys on the flip side. It's your boy, and I got peace.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.